Welcome, everyone, to the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Here on the show, we bring you interviews with business owners, executives, and key players operating in and around the Ottawa, Ontario, Canada region. We grab their insights on business, marketing, leadership, and motivation. We hope you'll tune in. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Joining me today on the show, we have a very special guest lined up. Joining us, we have David Cassius. David is the Executive Director for Business Networking International, BNI, uh, for Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec. David is also the CEO of Wise BA. We're going to dive deep today into what it takes to run a business, take over a business, start one from scratch, and we're also going to touch a little bit more in depth for those of you that are looking for some tips in the current market about networking and what you can do to help network your business so that it can grow and thrive. You're going to want to tune into this. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Joining me today on the show, we have a very special guest with us today. We have David Cassius. David is the BNI Executive Director for Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec. David is also the CEO of Wise BA. David, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for. The invitation, uh, Paul, was uh, looking forward to our interview all the way with energy and enthusiasm. So thank you for giving me this uh, great opportunity. Yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, it's it, It's been quite a journey. Uh, our journey, we'll get into that a little bit uh, later on. But maybe for the audience, as we always like to do here on the show, David, take us back to uh, your roots and where where those roots started from. Where where were you born? Born and raised in Montreal. And, uh, but I'll, in from 15 to 17, I went back and lived uh, to, uh, with my, my parents in 80. So my dad worked for the longest time uh, in 80. And so okay. it was kind of a return to the roots and also understanding all the sacrifices my parents made in the recent years. Uh, and coming over and, you know, starting from scratch, basically. So this was a, a very um, great years, a, a, a different way to see 80. Uh, typically, it's not described as a, as a nice country, but learning about the history, great history, first country to get uh, its independence uh, as slaves, other countries in the region as well. So okay. very rich, very knowledgeable um, the school was way harder than here. That's one of the, the first thing that I remember is that uh, when I came back, I, I was able to basically, um, uh, it was easier. French, maths, everything was a little bit easier when I came back here, uh, especially from, for college. 
So yeah, great experience uh, to to live in Haiti. But um, you know, exactly. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, but 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 so in terms of that though, David, did you so did you go to for the fifteen to seventeen? Were you in school there as well? Yes, I was. Okay. I was, so it was the okay. the French system, and okay. uh, the, the 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 topics were probably most likely the, the same, but there were there they are in advance. Uh, you have okay. to we have to remember that, especially here in Quebec, when the 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 CGEP was created. Uh, a lot of the Asian, a lot of the teachers were Asian, so very knowledgeable, sc- sc- scholared people. Uh, the, the best example is my dad. My dad came came here and finished uh, with uh, one PhD, two masters, and two bachelors. Uh, he could have done that anywhere in the world. If he was in the United States, he would probably be in one of those Ivy Leagues uh, school as well. And it decided to take all that knowledge and bring back work back uh, work with uh, the Ministry of Education for forty years, and um, so this is my background. The people, my my surrounding, my family, very smart, knowledgeable um, people uh, for for society here in Canada and the United States. I have family in the states as well, uh, but mainly, except for those two years, I was born and raised in Montreal. That's very interesting. Very, very interesting. So in terms in terms of your, your high school, then, is it fair to say you graduated then uh, high school from, from Haiti? Uh, no, I, I, my last year I came back, so I okay. graduated in uh, Quebec. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then coming back, was you found that much, much easier or a little easier than? Definitely. Than, yeah. So, so following along from from high school, where does where does the journey take David from from there? Yeah. So initially, when I came back uh, in college, I wanted to do something that would have an impact on um, on eighty. So there was uh, I went into civil engineering, and uh, then quickly realized that you know what, when you don't do something that is aligned with your passions and your your unique talents, so th- it's the it was the hardest period for me is finding what I needed to, to do or what okay. I was going to do as a, as a job. And I had my first computer. I was fairly young, about 78 years old. My daddy was uh, one of his hobbies was having a computer. And, uh, and uh, so I, I got a computer. It was probably in two days dollars worth anywhere around $6,000. So imagine a young uh, eight-year-old, seven-year-old with a $5,000 computer. And I got the opportunity to play around with it and to uh, basically experience uh, IT at their, their, their early stage. But I never wanted this to be a job. Never wanted to be this to be a job. I'm really sorry about all that. I was sure that I shut everything down. And uh, so it took me a while uh, to... Yeah decide that you know what this despite the fact that it was a hobby it could be a great job i didn't want to go into programming and um, so i studied i finished in 2000 when was the the, the twin towers again uh, 2001 right yeah yeah so this is i finished that that same year um, network management okay so networking and all, what is it again cisco all the switch and routers but also the 
the support of an IT environment onto Microsoft. So this this got me started as a technician, oh, and nice. uh, for some reason I would get promotions, I would get calls, uh, I would be uh, recruited. It was th those that time in IT where um, where um, you could switch from one job to another very fast. Okay. Uh, okay. When, when, if you were, if you had uh, the experience of the or the skills, and my skills yeah. wasn't, I was good at IT, but where I was the best was speaking and talking uh, okay. to our, our different clients. So one of the first job that I got as an IT technician was about what a forty hours, a forty minute drive from from uh, Montreal. It was in Saint Jean. And uh, we were primarily working with professionals. And then I had the opportunity to work uh, for CGI. So CGI is, is well known across the, the world, one of the biggest IT company. It's kind of a badge of honor when you work there, it makes you the rest of your professional uh, uh, life very easy. And uh, then after that, I worked, so with CGI, I had two, contracts or yeah two contracts at national bank uh, for the national bank of canada and this is where okay. i was able to see very large corporate environment super right. impressive setup or my first manager was very advanced in terms of process improvement okay um, using technology as a leverage re reducing the time the downtime it, okay. we didn't we didn't want to do um the term uh, super uh, IT superheroes, you know, that when you call your IT guy and basically nobody can work until they, they get back to you. Right. Our approach right. was the opposite. We didn't want you to call us. So okay. we, we would make everything possible to have the higher, um, the, the higher, um, what's the word again? The fact that there's no downtime. Yes. Yeah, we yeah there's more efficiency. Exactly. So we understood that when IT was working and people could do their work, the, the enterprise, the, the company was more efficient. So this is, uh, this got, it, it's one of the reasons that it led, slowly led me to where, where what I'm doing today, okay. um, business analysis, using technology as a leverage. So that was very important to me. And, um, so in yeah. that role where you mentioned that you 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 appreciated more of that client facing role and and without having you know all of the operation interrupted without the help of of the tech team as you say was it did you do more training was there more training involved to make sure that the staff understood and were were capable with the technology as well training is one but uh, so you have in IT we have a, a reference guide or um, business model it's called uh, ITIL and ITIL has different categories the first one is incident management so it's break or fix break and fix something breaks you have to quick it okay, fix it as soon as possible okay. I was more in what we call problem management so there's some of these issues that comes at a frequency or impact a certain number of users and you have to kind of dig and make a proper analysis to find the root cause of that problem. Once you find the, 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 the solution, you can deploy either a patch or you can be in advance of that problem before a user actually call you. 
So this was more my specialty, working on projects, doing uh, the uh, upgrades. Uh, I remember okay. we went from uh, Windows 2000 and XP and then all the other versions. Mm-hmm. So I was more working on these, uh, this uh, specific aspect of an okay. IT environment. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, there, and, there, and, you know, back then, I mean, that's when you've got everybody getting onto email. I mean, everything was, was as much as we, it's not that long ago, but there was, you know, it was still the infancy of, of a lot of where, where we're at uh, here today. Yes. What, what would you say then in terms of, you know, maybe I'll just pick your brain for a second. Where do you see technology going? Do, do you see it getting better? Do you see AI taking over? Like, what, what do you see down the road from the That's evolution so far? It's, it's a great question. You, you know, yes, we talk more and more about AI. The reality is there's not a lot of companies that are ready to fully leverage artificial intelligence. The, okay. You have to keep in mind that the artificial and AI learns. And it learns from the set of data and the structure you have in your, in a company. So let's say that your information is still on paper or is not frequently updated, or you don't have a very clear process of, yeah. I love giving the example of sales process. You get a lead from your, from your website. Uh, how long is it going to take for someone internally to reach, uh, reach back to this client? Is yeah. this client ready uh, to, to make the sale. Well, uh, there's some implementation of AI in certain company. The AI, the AI is going to tell you exactly when to call that customer. Yeah, I see. I okay. see. And, and another thing with AI is you take two companies that do the exact same thing and one implements the AI in, in their process or in some of their tools. A year yeah. later, that AI would have so much uh, of an edge because it learned for the for last year. And it's not only the business activities. Uh, uh, AI do correlations that a human being won't do. For instance, it will c- correlate uh, a, a seasonality, uh, the fact that there's an impact on the economy, et cetera. Yeah. AI can go to that level. So yeah. a company that has one installed a year later, it's taking a big edge compared to the one that doesn't have one. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I'm anxious to see where this, uh, where this all sort of goes in the, uh, in the coming years. Um, so you're, you're in the high tech space. Yes. And then at some point along, along the way here, um, you 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 decide it's it's probably time to maybe start start a, start a business or go out on your own. But at the same time, you're also introduced to BNI. How how does the how does BNI come into David's life? <laughs> yeah. So from IT, I've slowly evolved to business analysis, and business analysis is fairly new, even at the time when I jumped in. Uh, I, so I went back to uh, Ashrasi. So it's uh, it's uh, one of the prime business school here in Quebec. It was a okay. new program. And the, the business analyst is the translator between business and technology. So let's okay. say you as the business, your goal is to improve customer satisfaction. 
how do we break customer satisfaction into projects and tools that the rest of the business can use? So the business analyst will take, first off, a snapshot of the current situation, look at what are we doing today to uh, in terms of customer improvement. And this, with everything uh, that exists on the market right now, what can we implement or what, from the tools we already have, how can we leverage them yeah. to be able to raise customer satisfaction by X on a certain number, on a, a specific timeline. Okay. So the business analyst comes before a project. When a project is properly analyzed, it will be deployed faster. Requirements okay. would be clearer. There'll be less back and forward and experimentation and the, the, the infamous, while we're there, let's do this. <laughs> so so the, this role alone, it's a, uh, it's a role that we see more in large corporation, ex especially the ones that are data driven. So we're talking about banking, insurance, telecom. Okay. These are where you'll find a lot of business analysts. But when you go to a, a small and medium enterprise level, people don't even know we exist. Okay. So when I started my business uh, back in 2014, I did a first mandate. So typically the a business analyst will be going from a contract to another. They're long projects, one year, two years. And for me, since the beginning, it felt like a job. Okay. Even as a consultant, it felt like a job. So I did that first year at the telecom company. And then I said, you know what? I need to be able to uh, offer my services to more clients, but with a faster pace. Okay. And I started working with friends, uh, word of mouth, and seeing great results, especially with customers that are not typically... Um, would not take these type of actions. So I'm talking about uh, services, anyone working in services like accountants, uh, financial services, and other fields like construction. It's not something that they think of doing by default. Okay, okay. So joining BNI, uh, I remember I was like, okay, I need to go get clients. I think word of mouth is uh, probably the best way. Let me go to different events, Chamber of Commerce, all different yeah, yeah. networking events. And my wife that is in sales, she said, um, we had the two year, my, my kids were earlier at the time. So that's yeah. seven years ago. Yeah, seven years ago. And uh, she said, uh, it won't be viable for you to go and network two, three days a week for the longest time. Yeah. Uh, you need to find another solution. So I was started asking in my network, spoke to, um, his cousin, her cousin, yeah. uh, Francois, and he said, yeah. oh, how about you, do you, you go and try, um, there's a networking group called BNI, there's a few in your region, there's one like 10 minutes away from your house. I was like, what's that? So I went the first time, I'll remember it like it was yesterday, and uh, I, I, I gave my business card to a fellow real estate agent, and I'm like, well, I'm a business analyst. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know what it is. So I'm like, wow, that's one of the first time that someone knows what I do. And I said, so, so please, if you don't mind, please 
if you care to explain what I do. And he was so far off. I was like, hmm. <laughs> then we had, I had the opportunity to present myself. And yeah. then there was, there was an IT guy and a market, marketing guy in that chapter. And they were excited. They, they were like, you should definitely join, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And there was a sub uh, that uh, that week uh, she was like David there's other chapters your position is so unique in BNI uh, you basically have you could join any chapter okay but at the end of the day is a it's a question of fit so I went to her chapter I liked it as well but the second time I saw that there was a structure so now I was really impressed talking okay. to the process guy yeah, yeah. and she said Try it, a, a last one. Don't get into an habit of just visiting chapters like that and joining. Be yeah. a little bit more uh, specific. Go on the on the regional web page and look at the chapters and and see if already there's fit. Look at the companies who's there, etc. So I, I I visited that that third chapter and since the beginning the visitor experience of that chapter yeah was different. I okay. felt at home. And, okay. and that's why I decided decided to join. And uh, when I joined that chapter, uh, it was a, at the time it was still it was one of the biggest chapter in the region. Were forty, and with okay. visitors, probably about ten to fifteen visitors every week. A very wow. live chapter, very dynamic. So, so so for me that was it's still the reference of what a good chapter should look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in terms of and first impression, to see that exactly. So, so today we we see in, in so so the second thing also it's I realized that BNI was a recipe, and okay. some chapters were not applying it to the fullest. So that's why you would have different experiences. I would yeah. invite people to our chapter as visitor, and they would be like, "Yeah, I went to a BNI chapter. It was kind of a clan, a clique." Um, didn't really like it. And I said, yeah. well, they're all different. It depends on the, the, the people that are part of the chapter. The, yeah. It, yeah. Each chapter have their own culture. So yeah. um, eventually that, that chapter became a, a showcase chapter. Okay. And uh, so I joined. First month I did 16 one-to-one. And wow. uh, people were like, how come you're able to do 16 one-to-one? -to -one? I was in between mandates, just finished a 12-month corporate gig. Yeah. I, I, I was taking time off, basically. So I had the time. So okay. 16 one-to-one, -one, after a few of them, uh, I've noticed, once again, some people had a very structured way to do one-to-ones and other yeah. was more open conversation, Yeah, like talking to a friend. I, and I said to myself, this for sure, B and I thought about it, went and looked, uh, went on the B and I podcast website, yeah. podcast one, two, three, five, podcast number five, the gains profile. <laughs> so I said, what is that? <laughs> Quickly, in a few days, I yeah. built my, my first gain prof, gains profile and started doing, following a proper structure for, for my one-to-ones and that's where I was. Oh, okay. So there's, there, there's, there's a science behind BNI. And yes, yeah. earlier we were talking about, um, about artificial intelligence. Yeah. There's, you have to remember, 37 years ago, no networking organization was keeping data and stats and stuff like yeah. that. Ivan Meiser, the founder of BNI, 
did a PhD. So when you do when you're at that level, you need to have data and statistics to prove your point, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So the whole power of one and all these these terms that we have in BNI basically to measure your engagement and making sure that you're making the minimum to get the most out of your networking activity. This is why I, I was like so impressed. And then yeah. you start looking, even at the time, all the books, all the content, the history, then you, you, you look, you see that it's all over the world. I was like, what is that? <laughs> it wasn't just a Montreal chapter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that all of this made me felt feel at home. And yeah. also that I was paying for something with a higher chance of return on investment. Right. Like, right. Don't get me wrong. Uh, right. I still go. Uh, I still am, I'm a member of uh, a regional um, chamber of commerce. Yeah. There's so many places to network, but none of us learn when you go into these type of settings. What do you do? What's your right. strategy? So you'll right. see that the the guy or that 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 lady that will come in hot, giving business cards to anyone that is breeding. And then yeah. leaving after an hour, expecting that they would get leads. They will get some, but also yeah. they will make a lasting impression on a lot of us that they're hunters. Yeah. Yeah. For, for in some field, it works, but I'm all about building relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and yeah, I just ahead. want to go back for, for one second because you, you mentioned something that I think is, is important. You said on that third chapter visit, the visitor experience was was different. What was different about it? It felt like we're going to someone home, someone's home. Okay, okay, it was very welcoming. The, the so to this day, this chapter, they're, they're, they have the same recipe. We kept that culture. Yeah. A, 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 a networking event is about the visitors. Well, especially for BNI chapters. Where it's all about visitors. And unfortunately, I see some chapters that are not applying this, but this is what I was talk, talking about, applying the recipe to its fullest. Yeah. You are a, a, a business owner. You are probably a consumer. You get into a place where everybody knows each other and yeah. they're all talking to themselves. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel? Yeah. It's like me, Paul, going to your place. I ring, you open the door. And you keep your activities like I wasn't even there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what yeah, do we do when we're sorry? Nobody even acknowledges you. Exactly. What do you yeah. do when you have a guest? Hey, can I take your coat? Uh, uh, here's, here's the tour of the house. Yeah. What do you want to drink? What do you yeah. want to eat? Are you yeah. comfortable? Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. It's the same in a networking event. Unfortunately, not all networking events are made the same in BNI, especially with a chapter spoke to two guys. One of them, the two of them are still friends today. One wow. of them is a business partner in, in one of the business that I, that I own is Jean-Francois Nadeau, GF Nadeau that started as um, a solo home inspector and grew that business to a point where he sold it to his employees. All that, yeah. that contacts, that knowledge came from, from BNI. So I met these two guys and then I saw uh, how engaging it was. People were asking questions about what I do, like the type of clients that I serve. And yeah. then you feel like, you know, you have to ask the same questions as well. And then the meeting starts and then yeah. the agenda, the structure, oh, you have to present yourself. Paul, I'm 
I, I'm such a shy guy. <laughs> it, it took me about a year and they, they kind of forced my hand when I became a chapter president after nine months. My voice is so different now than when I joined. Okay. So I, I found my voice and I found yeah. the right tone. Uh, yeah. a, a lot of people in our regional training will say, David, you have the energy of a thousand. I'm not typically the, a guy like that. I'm super quiet. Uh, I'm an introvert by nature. Yeah. And uh, it, it took me out of my shell. So then I, I've loved the structure of that chapter because you really felt that we were there for each other. But then the okay. second thing, so I'm more, um, so I'm more like a, in this profile, I'm, I'm a blue type of guy. So okay. it's all about facts and, and stats. So I took the number of members divided by the thank you for close business. And I was like, okay, seems like a reasonable return on investment. Yeah. And then I applied and now we're here. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that, that is, that is, that is quite the story. So I got to ask though, that were you, so were you actually sponsored by someone? I was sponsored by my uh, wife's cousin that talked to me about the BI. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. And but funny now, enough, this guy. Is... Yeah. <laughs> for, before, funny enough, this guy was one of the first to say, David, BNI is going to be perfect like for a guy like you. I'm pretty <laughs> confident that you'll reach level that people are not expecting. So every well, step of the way through my journey in BNI. So recently when I called him at the, around the, uh, at the, in May, told him that I was an executive. I finally bought two franchises of BNI and an executive director. He was like, I'm not even surprised. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. Um, in terms of, it, so, so in terms of the the business, so you go there, you go to you go to B and I, you, you take your wife's advice, uh, her her cousin's advice, you go to B and I, and now you're getting some business. Some business is coming is coming in the door. Maybe take a moment and walk us through uh, what is uh, Wise BA. Tell us tell us more about that. Like, who do you help? What do you do? Yeah, sure. So. Well, I'm going to be totally honest. The first year in BNI for me was difficult. Uh, I didn't get that many referrals. Okay. Or referrals also that close. The reason is that I wasn't, first off, I came from a corporate world. So the way I was talking was like, I'm in a boardroom. Okay. At one point, some members were confident enough, and I, I, that's one of my daily affirmation. I, um, the courage it takes to make positive and constructive uh, criticism, criticism yeah. is uh, I really appreciate because two of them took me aside and they're like, David, when you talk, we feel like the dumbest person in the room. You're so <laughs> smart. Yeah. Even some of the words you use, we have to look at a dictionary. Okay. Unfortunately, so I start looking at my, my, my stats and I was comparing myself to others and I'm like, whoa, there's yeah. an issue. And yeah. I'm, I'm that type of person when there's a problem, I, I won't find someone else to blame it. it. It was my fault. I looked at the way I was presenting myself. I, I even have, as a reference, some of my earlier presentation versus the ones that I did one today in my, my feature presentation. And I evolved thanks to the knowledge, 
taking the time to actually understand the system. And one of the, the podcasts that really helped me out was uh, the lowest common denominators. For, so for the the the, the purpose for the listeners, uh, BN, if you go on BNI podcast, it's such a rich. Regardless if in your BN, if you are in BNI or not, if you're a yeah. networker or you want to become a sophisticated or efficient networker, or you're part of, of a chamber of commerce or any organization, please at least listen to the BNI podcast there. It's once a week and they're broken down in a way to help you be a better networker. So me, it was all about my presentation. So I had to tone it down, Paul. Okay, okay. I had to simplify it. Yeah. Even my service offer was kind of what a typical business consultant would do. They would say, okay, well, this last year I made 200K. If I get uh, 10, uh, 10 customers at 20K, I'm okay. The reality, it's not like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So as professionals, a lot of us are not great salesperson. Right, right. So this is what I learned the harder way the first year. And then I got some, some momentum because I was involved, because also I was a chapter president after nine months, I got that visibility. So there's yeah. some people that I could quickly sell, but it wasn't as consistent. Okay. So thank to, thanks to some of the members in the chapters that were great salesperson uh, that had a very clear sales process or that had a easy service offer. Yeah. So all of that, uh, help me get more uh, quality referrals and also understanding the concept of your referral partners. So at the okay. beginning, I remember I did a campaign with a, a phone prospecting companies and I targeted uh, accountants. Okay. I'm sorry for the accountants listening, but accountants <laughs> are the worst referral <laughs> source. Like they're, they'll do their job. They're very professional they'll see a, com- a business struggling um, in different aspects, but they yeah. won't have that natural reflex to, you know what, maybe you, you might need to talk to a marketing expert or, or an HR consultant because, yeah. because you have a lot of turnover. Maybe you need to work with someone to help you with technology. Yeah. Out of yeah. those, I can't remember, remember how many accountants we called. Okay. Uh, I end up doing three meetings. Okay. Uh, I got a lot of no-show. I was physically there and, oh, he's busy. He's not there. And I said, you know what? Accountants, for me, it's over. Thank God. The, the, the accountant we have in our, our current BNI chapter has a business mindset. He's okay. one of the best referral source in our chapter. Yeah. And I, I, wish, I wish I would have found this guy earlier in my life. His name okay. is Marc-André Alary. Business mindset. He has diff- different location. He wants to grow. Yeah. He has system processes in place. Very good leaders and inve- uh, leader invest in himself, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Anyhow, so th- learning the concept of referral source. Yeah. Uh, this is where, as a business analyst, I've noticed down the road that marketing firms and HR consultant were my best referral source, and there were also one of the few that they would refer me, but I would also refer them back. Right, right. So this is um, this. So I learn. Go ahead. Yeah. So it's it, it's able. It, 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 the relationship is able to come full circle at that point. Then. Exactly, and and then also understanding that there's a lot of people, but finding like-minded people yeah. that have yeah. the same set of values. Yeah, it's very. If true. you if you 
meet enough people, you'll find them. And yeah. this is where it will be easy. Yeah, yeah. So, so for me, that's the base of networking is getting introduced to as many people, but at one point doing some sort of filter and finding the ones that really click. And then depending on your, each uh, your our personal ambition, how far we're going to grow together. And yeah. to this point, um, my return on investment in BNI, like it's a no brainer. That's great. That's great. Very nice. Very nice. So when when you started, uh, David, what were when you started Wise WiseBA? What were some of the what were some of those early worries and, and fears? Obviously, finding clients being mm-hmm. uh, one of them. Yes. The what, biggest, what were some of, the, some of the other ones, and how did how did you get through that? Well, uh, yes, finding clients, uh, finding the right clients, finding also the clients that I could bring the most value so this took a while actually it was going great uh, and then covid had to rethink yeah. everything um getting surrounded by professionals that are better than me in other fields so um i, I got a lot of i was introduced to a lot of different business coach during my first years in bni okay. uh, also um everything related to how do you scale yeah. So that was a big one for me. I, I, I was in the perspective, like a lot of us, that nobody can do my work. And unless you, dis- and this is the example I give in trainings, unless you discovered a new way to do brain surgery, whatever you're doing, someone else is able to do it as well. Yeah, yeah, good point, yeah. And, and if it wasn't Ford, Ford imagine Ford or uh, Elon Musk working on building uh, an electric car or a car, we, sh- we would still be on horse and carriage to this day or the, the transition that is happening with electric cars these days. If Elon Musk was building every Tesla that com- comes out of the factory, wouldn't be driving them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's a big realization that I got out of uh, being in BNI. And, and one of the challenges in, by, in YSV is how do I scale it up? So this leads to uh, me purchasing BNI. Okay. I was fortunate enough, and uh, I want to give a big shout out with uh, to Kai Bjorn. So Kai Bjorn was the national director of BNI Canada. Okay. He's one of the first uh, that saw my my uh, unique talent with processes and gave me a mandate to uh, work with BNI. And uh, he's he's going to say that all the time. He's like, David, you're one of the first. When you met me, you did your gains profile and you didn't try to push your services. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's very nice. So that's, a, so that's something that I always remember. So right. Kai took me under his wing. I did an analysis of BNI Canada and the things that we could do to improve it. Okay. From my perspective. And yeah. that opened so many doors for me. And okay. also I had access to what it takes to run a, a BNI, uh, BNI in a country. Right. As national right. director. So out of my role, from my role, I was I had the opportunity to speak with many national directors around the world from uh, France, Germany, um, Spain, uh, Australia, and okay. also going to some of their the trainings with these these folks. Uh, that's why I was like, whoa, BNI is way bigger than I expected. It's a worldwide <laughs> organization some of these these folks that are 
uh, national director, so, BN, so they own a, re, a country in BNI. Okay. The, their business acumen, uh, the reason they do it is, is incredible. Okay. Uh, most of them, they are not doing this for money. They're yeah. doing this because and they know that BNI can have such, can have such a, an incredible impact on the community because I, it's one of the few tools that a, a, a business owner can leverage his, his business, not only with clients, but with knowledge and with a trusted network. Yeah. So this was super impressive. And one of the trainings we, uh, I had the chance to go with Kai was in Phoenix and okay. uh, it was on scaling up. So how do you scale your business to manage your growth? And out of that, in that training, I finally realized that for me, Wise VE, initially I wanted it to be a consulting a boutique firm, a little bit like uh, Alan Weiss, like the million dollar consultant, you know, following that model of yep. having a few employees, but charging very high premiums, working with right. companies. Right. And uh, around that same time, I had a few clients saying stuff like, you know what, David, if you were at uh, a, a partner or if it was your own business, for sure you would, you would go quicker than us. Wow. And that rang a bell. Yeah. And starting at this moment, I slowly made a transition into, instead of, just being a consultant with companies, how about I, I buy back a company and flip it with a speed and an execution that I would do if it was my own? Oh, I see. I see. So that came from discussion with other BNI members, came from introduction that I got through BNI with uh, business brokers, uh, yeah. people that do these type of things. There's not a lot of uh, us. They're called acquisition entrepreneurs. And yeah. this started the transition for me to where it led uh, to uh, buying uh, Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec. Wow, that's that's interesting. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. And especially being able to see it, like you said, from a national standpoint, getting to see the the inner working sort of, sort of speak, like looking under the hood of uh, of the car. That's very, very interesting. So let's let's just transition. That's a great transition now to um, Eastern Eastern Ontario, Western Quebec, um, who has the franchise owner. Walk us through how that how that comes about. That what's that sort of look like? Was it yes. excited? Were you excited? Were you nervous? Were you? No, not 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 nervous at all. Excited, yes, because. Yeah. I basically did everything in BNI. Um, yeah. I launched chapters. I've rebuilt chapters. Okay. I've worked with other franchise owner. So I like to, once again, a shout out to Moji and Delhi uh, that are uh, from BNI, Alberta. North, okay. If I'm not mistaken. And that flew me from Montreal to, um, we had a retreat with, with their regional team, the leaders uh, like, uh, Lloyd and um, Greg, Greg T, um, and a few of that I, I forgot. I forget, but that was I was getting closer to closer of oh, this is how a, a region or a franchise actually work. So me getting involved with Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec is what we call typically a, minor, a management buyout. Is that you know so much about the business that yeah. you're you're when you get you get the lead of it or you you get to buy it back. Yeah. You don't miss a, a beat. Like you know what you have to do. 
Right, so right. for the last few years with with uh, wise being me working with with companies helping them be more efficient to delegate uh, to help them be in their creative zone uh, so they have a better quality of life i was fortunate to analyze hundreds of different business models interesting and from that you could see that you, some of the solutions that would that are perfect in a, a certain field yeah are also ideal in another one okay okay so basically i was paid to learn how to implement and improve a business regardless of its field regardless of its culture employees etc i always found a way yeah yeah so with YSBE, like i'm skipping uh, the part where i'm for this interview i'm not talking too much about YSBE. I'm, I'm it's really like this is more like a leverage that helped me be to the, the place where I, I bought the franchise. So the 22 groups okay. of, of BNI in Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec. And yep. in a few months, so Paul, you've, you've seen it. I, <laughs> I, I took over in, in April. We did a month of transition with the previous owner. So a big shout out to Denis uh, and uh, Jocelyn that basically supported that whole region on their shoulders for 20 years. And uh, after that, that first month, the speed at which we implement uh, the different um, technology and tools to give a different type or uh, end service to uh, the community of uh, BNI members in that region. Yeah. I have other executive directors calling me and telling me it's impossible that you did that in six months. <laughs> yeah. But then you look at my plan and the strategy add the opportunity to tweak it, build it. My, my, my execution plan was written a year before the actual date of buying the franchise. So I was ready. Yeah, yeah. Exactly what I needed to do. Yeah. And uh, it all started with key quality professionals and human beings in the region. Yeah. Um, and I want to say, so there was four people that I want to give a shout out, Monique Stratton, that has been in, in our region for the longest time. She helped the Ninja Slim in different ways. Um, there's also Bobby uh, Ruel, uh, that uh, she's been a long time uh, standing member in BNI. I think she's the one that sponsored the most members in the region. Uh, so visitor that became member. There's also my good buddy, Shane Silva, that we talk every Wednesday afternoon. Shane uh, as um, wow, what can I say about these first three? So uh, these are the original and there's Virginia uh, that uh, for personal reason that I had to uh, leave the regional team, but kept on sending me emails or perspective yeah. or, or, or insight. And uh, so with those first three, uh, we were then able to build a solid regional team. Uh, that's one of the things that uh, needed to change in the region. Uh, everything was on the shoulder and Denis and Jocelyn. And when you look at other successful region, there's more place for uh, people like, like you are a part of the regional team. So there's more place made to have uh, key members in the region, the ones that set themselves apart to have more visibility and to benefit from a leverage like BNI. So that was um, early on um, the first few things that I made uh, when I took over the, the region, I understood that I won't be able to do it 
by myself. Yeah. Uh, for sure, it's not like, uh, so the people that are involved in the regional team, it's not a second job. And yeah. that's the feeling that I never wanted to experience in this region because it happened to, to me and a few others in the past. We all have other things to do. We have our own business. We have our own family engagement, either with church or uh, on boards, et cetera, et cetera. And somewhere yeah. down there, there's your networking slash business development activity. Yeah. So typically, if you want to grow, it's about 10 to 20% of your time. And I think BNI is probably one of the most efficient ways to either build your business, but also to build a solid network of trusted advisors slash resources to yeah. help you and help the people in your network. So yeah, that's uh, when we I started, that was the plan. And then since I have a background of business analysis, I took the region, broke it down, so saw the opportunities where we could improve and we yeah. gradually started to implement some of these changes uh, to a point where I'm looking at our last uh, data. So we've, uh, for, for the benefits of the listeners, we, BNI is heavily data-driven. We know the, the, the number of, the, the level of information we collect on a daily basis yeah. about networking activities in 76 countries in 10,000 chapters no other networking organization can compare yeah yeah to bni yeah one of the best example i like to give people is that you know when covid hit we migrated we bought 10,000 zoom accounts yeah that's a good point yeah and migrated in a week yeah yeah i remember that in a week yeah and unfortunately some of the members that left kind of forget that yeah. we are the only networking organization that was able to flip for that size yeah as fast yeah as that yeah and i gotta say I go that with with megan megan chitwood she does a lot of the presentations and when they gave us the list of the presentations of how to how to run a zoom account how to move the meeting online yeah. i thought it was going to be just a video that they had recorded and she was there in person on on multiple times so the, mm -hmm. And it was time for us to put the work in. The work was there by the other BNI members too. So kudos to all of them for the for the hard work to do that. Yes, and this is where you see when you have an organization with a, a model of givers gain that is so powerful. Yeah. Because the mobilization we got from BNI members and uh, owners and and regional teams around the world that effort was so well structured yeah. and because we have a clear set of values, because we have a clear set of operation that other organizations are trying to copy, but they, 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 they don't have the context and they, they, sometimes they're trying to change one rule or the other, they, those will exist for a reason. Mm -hmm. And this is because we're so structured, making a, trans a transition like that in a week is possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we mm -hmm. also have to remember that Whenever there's hard times like uh, possible recessions or, or, or an event like COVID, yeah. this is where you see who are the leaders mm -hmm. and who are the followers. And Business Network International, are we are leaders, not yeah, only in net networking field, but also as member of our community. So 
you know, there's a lot of businesses that were impacted by COVID. I'll, I'll take travel agency. I have yeah. one of the chapters that I launched uh, that the travel agent stayed in BNI throughout COVID. And wow. she's going to say it herself. If it wasn't from the support of the chapter, like she would be in a different mental state. Okay. 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 But Ever. she kept the energy. She's actually the president of the chapter. Now that yeah. things are going back, the fact that she, she was supported by the chapter and all the content and all the, the everything that came out of BNI helped her navigate through. Yeah. 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 That's incredible. That's incredible. So if so, if someone is navigating through a tough time today, what what advice would you have for them? Surround yourself with people that are suing, seeing a situation like that like an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's changing your your your, your circle, getting help. You know, yeah. we, we there's personally I, I remember at the beginning of covid my life coach my personal coach she called me and she called me a few times to the, since 2020 and i was like i'm doing good yeah like yes sometimes i have the blues but overall i have yeah. all the tools that i need to go over a situation like that and yeah. that she's she's part of she's still part of my chapter but working on yourself especially as an entrepreneur and also having the opportunity to speak to people that might be living the same thing you you'll get that support in a bni chapter that you won't get anywhere else yeah yeah that's that's very well said that's that's very well said i, I often say that to people it's and it's very it's very difficult when you're i find especially when you're in business because you have to oftentimes as a solopreneur you got to do everything yes and you never take time. Usually it's so easy to get focused on the work, the work, the work. It's all going to get done because if you don't do it, no one does. Mm -hmm. But if you don't take care of yourself, no one else is going to do that either. Mm -hmm. Always make sure you do take, take that time to, uh, to take care of, of yourself. That's very, very well said. If David, if someone was starting a business today, mm -hmm. knowing what you know now, what, what advice would you give them other than finding the best or the closest BNI chapter? <laughs> You know what? Regardless if it's a BNI chapter or not, I would network. Network, yeah. If I had to start with scratch and network with an intention yeah. of getting to understand what the other person does. That's a good point. Yeah. So yeah. the the, the movement and the... Yeah, go ahead. With intention of something coming back? You're doing this to understand what that person does. Yeah, and create opportunity for that person. This yeah. is where you'll see in some networking groups when that energy is not that. So when it's not givers game, everybody's yeah. sitting around the table and waiting for referrals. Yeah. So you'll yeah. have some of those classical positions like real estate agent, financial planner, regardless of the, the networking group that you are, you're most likely going to get business. But yeah. for others... It's not the case. So yeah. when you go to a, a networking event or, or, or you're part of a networking group, your goal is to help as many people as possible to reach their goals. In return, some of them are going to help you or some of them are going to, and the other part will introduce you to, that, to professions or people that will be able to help you. 
Yeah. 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 That's a good point. So when you have a genuine interest as a networker to know more about what that person does, what type of clients they're looking for, the the, the why behind their their business, et cetera, and you have a clear way to document this. Yes. So you can go back at one point when someone asks you, hey, do you know someone that does this? Yeah. Don't have a system or a way to be able to track to track and quickly search. Well, it's kind of a loss of time. So this is the efficiency guy talking. But if I had to start over in all my interviews, I would start networking sooner. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I I always I always like or one of the earliest um one of the earliest interactions I had from the book of uh, BNI that, that we received when we when we joined, and this was pre-COVID, um, was in the book where Dr. Ivan Meisner outlines his vision for BNI, how it came together, and and the the analogy that he used I thought was very powerful because it stuck with me to this day is 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 like farmers planting seeds, mm-hmm. working meetings, and you're planting seeds with people. And they're going to come to harvest later on, or maybe never, but they might come to harvest down the road, right? And, and yes. it's seeds as opposed to your analogy earlier, where the individual comes in with the business cards as a hunter and is just looking to, you know, grab all of the business. The one thing I will say about BNI that I truly appreciate as well is, you know, we meet every week. So that individual yeah. into that networking meeting, looking to take over, firing at all the business cards, leaving in a hurry they're not going to have that staying power because it's a commitment. It's yes. a weak commitment. You know, it's not just a one-time thing that you show up once a month or when you feel. Exactly. And, and, you know, I have a lot of visitors being kind of, Ooh, that's a lot of time every week, et cetera. <laughs> the reality is that once again, with the history and BNI, we tried it. Yeah. We tried different frequency. Yeah. And with the data we had at the time, might change yeah we realize that you know what that weekly frequency yeah is the best to get the returns that you're expecting how many times paul you went to a networking event in the past month all of us especially for the listener you went to a networking event you met a great person you had a long lengthy conversation different things do you have so many things in common you exchange each other contacts and then you don't hear from that person yeah. again. Yeah. We do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or you have and that then, conversation, like you said, and now you go to the next, that same event, maybe it's next month and you're really hoping that they're there and they're not there. And they're not there. So to, to grow a relationship with that person might take you a year. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in a BNI chapter depending of your, 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 your personality, some people get their trust very easily. Others, it's a buildup, but once you have it, you'll, you won't lose it and the opposite. Yep. So seeing someone every week, you see that person in different stage of his life or his emotional state. Right. Right. It's not a show. Yeah. Yeah. You get to see the real person. You get to see the real person and then you get to do one-to-ones with that person. And, and there's a format that we use in BNI that is called the gains profile. So goals, accomplishment, interest, network, and skills is to discover that person in a few aspects. There's a reason why we have those five questions. Yeah. 
but we've also we know that asking those five questions is a great stepping stone for getting into a deeper state of uh, depth of relationship with that that member yeah yeah so so this is where bni is so different i've i have people that i met once and most of the time oh yeah you are i met you at the bni chapter seven years down the road you have a lasting impression on them because those those uh, those tools and techniques and approach of 30, 20 37 years of experience mm-hmm. are put to 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 benefit yeah yeah so so this is where uh, for me um i'm going back to the the covid period and how it, it impacted our, our our business i've seen members i've seen people part of other organization for about the same price of membership they yeah. didn't they didn't get the same level of service right right so yeah. actually paul right now and and i i know in some regions bni is working with chamber of commerce and other networking organization to help them wow wow and 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 please so so for the listeners that are in other networking organization uh, unless your goal is to week on a weekly basis and generate referrals, so basically doing what we do, yeah. uh, Chamber of Commerce, Kianis, uh, uh, Rotary, et cetera, et cetera. If you're part of these organizations, BNI is actually a leverage that is very different. And yeah. the application of networking is very different. Please go and visit one of our chapters because you'll see the difference. Our yeah. focus is solely on generating referral and building a solid network. When you take this this information and you take the 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 knowledge and the training that comes from BNI that is super rich. Paul, you remember at the time we didn't have the the platform business builder that is content rich. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Content rich. If you just apply yourself or of of learning about an hour of training on yeah. basically personal development in in six months to a year. When you're gonna to go to another networking event, you're gonna make the most out of it. Yeah, but I think you're also going to see where that other networking group falls well short of of BNI as well. Totally, their their focus is different. I'm not saying one is best is better than the other, but we often we go to networking events with the expectation that will generate referrals. Yeah, it's it's not made for that. No, exactly. Yeah, it's a very good point. Did David, did you have any mentors along the way that that you looked up to? Many, many. I, I think uh, as a business owner, first off, if you don't have a mentor, yeesh, <laughs> you're missing out. Yeah. I, I've I've I have a few. Uh, the, the first one is Eric Desbiens. So Eric is um, a very successful entrepreneur. He started many business. I think his first business he was when he was. 18 or 19 and uh, Eric so I see him pretty regularly he's the he's the leaders of the leaders so he creates leaders okay and he removes himself from the operations so um, Eric was one of the first to say you know what you, you have a you, because I map processes of one of the companies he was working with and he's one of the first to say Go ahead, 
you, you can be a consultant. Go ahead. You have to make your first hire. Go ahead. You, you need to buy that first business. Always pushing me, but with a soft and very intelligent approach. So I enjoy the time that I, I'm spending with Eric. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the, the, the big one. Um, other other mentors are, um, I do a lot of personal development. Uh, okay. So I invested massively. So since COVID, one of the first thing I did is I looked at my own personal productivity. Okay. And um, so working with, uh, you know, master, uh, it's kind of a format like a mastermind, but you have a lot of personal development to do, working on your goals, writing your goals, et cetera, how you manage your energy. So that's another complement to mentoring. And okay. um, another uh, good mentor that I have is one of my cousins. Uh, his name is Neil. Uh, so Neil is probably one of the sell best salesperson that I know after Isabel Gay, my partner in uh, our, our assistant company, uh, Deleg, that is also part of my BNI chapter. Uh, okay. So I have the, the, a few people surrounding me, uh, not only mentors, but also professionals uh, that, yeah. that pick my brains or that I can have an intelligent conversation on something. And sometimes they'll just listen and sometimes they'll give me feedback also. But um, that concept of not being by myself and yeah. growing with others and being surrounded by experts is fundamental to uh, the success that I have today. Yeah, nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very well said. Very well said. Okay, this is my this is my favorite part of the interview. Today. We get to we get to learn a little bit more about David here. <laughs> okay, David, for the audience here, are you are you married? So, so not yet. Okay, we've been together for uh, eighteen years. Oh, and, nice. Uh, so. so but she has a very nice ring, so, she, so I should <laughs> technically she's still my fiance. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's not uh, if, it's when. Okay. But you know we have two beautiful kids to, together. Uh, so me and MJ. Uh, so MJ uh, Marie Julie, she's from Saguenay, but oddly enough, she's an anglophone. Okay. So both okay. my kids are fully bi bilingual since the oh, beginning. Please. Yep. Uh, they actually go to a, an English school here in uh, on the South Shore of Montreal. And, okay. Uh, so Logan is 13 and Riley is 10. Okay. And uh, so except for, for being married, we have the house, the dog, the kids, the activities. What you have? Uh, we have a small uh, Boston Terrier. Her name is Oh, Daisy. no, you're not serious. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I have one as well. How old? She really, <laughs> yes, uh, she just turned uh, so she's a year and a half. Oh yeah. my gosh, a year and a half! Yeah, so wow, a lot of energy. She wants to play all the time. Uh, previously, yeah. we had a, a boxer for about 10 years, and we okay. wanted the same type of personality, but not as big. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're super happy with her. She, she, you know, a dog brings another energy in a house. Oh, definitely. Oh, that. Oh, the, those bring lots of energy. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. What's the name? Uh, Daisy. Daisy. Oh, very nice. Yeah, Daisy. She, I, she has her, her own Instagram page, and uh, whenever I looked at her, some, sometime I'll say, "So, how many followers you have? Did you get a sponsor yet?" <laughs> or, 
And she... I, so I, I have to ask this, David. So because because my guy, it, he, like it, whenever he, somebody comes over to meet him, they're like, "Does he always look drunk? His tongue is always hanging out. Is this the same <laughs> thing, Casey?" Uh, nope, no, no, okay. in our case. Shadow okay. <laughs> <laughs> other shadow other particularity, but not that one. Okay, okay, okay. What what are what are some of your hobbies and interests other than oh. taking? Obviously, the kids and, and Daisy. And... Oh, my God. So I'm a lot of my friends that are from Asian descent. They're like, you are probably the most integrated uh, uh, Canadian we know. Like, so thanks to my in-laws, I and this was part of my introduction this morning. They're like, uh, so David is the definition of the perfect Canadian. He hunts, moves, okay. everything that has to do with an engine riding a bike, uh, snowmobile, uh, boats and planes, not that much, but my okay. in-laws, they're, they're, they're exceptional. The, some of these stuff that I do, I would have never thought. Really? Uh, yeah. So wow. looking wow. forward for every season now Okay. Uh, in, in terms of these activities. As a family, we are big into uh, snowboarding and golf. Okay. So and golf, for very sure. Good. Yeah, golf. I love playing golf. I love playing very golf. Nice. Actually, two weeks, uh, no, a month ago, I was at uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina at the uh, BNI head office. And I okay. had the chance to, since we were driving, uh, I brought my golf bags and I played with the, our, the new national director of Canada, um, Francois Garon, and also okay. um, one of our big uh, resource in BNI. Uh, the, the global office Robert Gorecki so okay. for sure yeah. if I can yeah. bring my golf clubs and what else do I do uh, training training so uh, funny enough uh, recently I had I didn't train as well because I'm traveling enough uh, a okay. lot but I I just did my personal record on leg presses I've, wow. I've uh, I did five times 810 pounds you, you did 810 five for five reps I did eight ten for five reps. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! I know, right? <laughs> I, 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 you know what? As I'm, I get, I'm getting older. I'm getting stronger. It's related. So I had, a, I had two goals. I have a personal and professional goals. And my personal goals is, um, for until December, and the end of the year, is to have more energy. So okay. Very focused on what I drink, what I yeah. eat. Yeah. supplements um there's a a, a a brand that i've discovered it's a herbalife um, so everything related to my supplementation what i take before um in the morning yeah before going to sleep it, it regulates me and, and i have way more energy than i have okay. before yeah and especially for the training paul yeah i cannot yeah. even describe it it's, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm in another place. So my goal of getting fitter and uh, being the product of a product is on route, on route. Uh, okay. And uh, I'm looking forward for the next uh, so what's 12 the, months. Like press, what do you, what do you, are you pushing 850, 900? Sorry? What's, what's the next goal on the leg press now that you hit 810? What is it, 850, 900? Not even. Right now for me, it's just to be uh, as, uh, reduce my, my body fat. Uh, nice nice yeah for, for at one point it was weight but then okay 
it's so different from someone to from one person to another another yeah. i have a look that i'm aiming at and okay. basically you know what with all the, these projects of buying businesses and being a, a representative of different organization yeah i think at the end of the day when you're it's okay to be financially uh, in a good place or but i, I think it, it's so it's, it's a whole so yes personally emotionally in terms of your family your ethics your spirituality yeah. and then yeah. obviously health i think all of us are wish to to get a few years more uh, to yeah. do more especially with the fact that we're we live longer than before so it's yeah. for us to decide yeah. how we want to get to the to the latest years of our life do we want to enjoy it or do we want to be stuck somewhere not being able to do whatever we want did, did, did you say you go moose hunting yes i do wow so like is that not starting now it's past actually oh is depending it on the region okay okay yeah, depending okay. on the region now, do you hunt with a bow or or with a gun or so right now i'm more on rifle uh, okay. eventually i would love to 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 go with a uh, a bow there's okay. that guy that i follow on instagram his name is cameron ains uh, okay he's one of the few sponsored hunter okay by um under armor oh okay the whole nice. line on him nice uh, nice so this guy runs like a marathon a day he lifts weight he shoot uh, 500 bows I'll get to that point. First off, having <laughs> all those businesses run by themselves and having more yeah. free time to to do these type of activities. Actually, Paul, the, the hobbies and interests is a question that we ask all the time when we're doing, uh, especially with BNI, a meeting from members to members. And yeah. you'll have a few people with no hobbies or no interest. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so then everything becomes work or yeah. taking care of their family or their kids. Yeah. But yeah. we need me time. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. For many reasons, just stress management, just yeah. getting to be surrounded by other type of people, other yeah. network, other circles. Uh, I think it's for our mental hygiene, having hobbies and interests doesn't need to be sport. It could be a drawing, playing board games, etc. Yeah. It could be anything. Actually, that's one of my other interests. For those following me on my Facebook page, just this weekend, I was with two members of our, our chapter and we had, other, uh, we had other things to do, but we said, you know, while we're there, let's play a game. Nice. And uh, created a, a lot of different conversation, interesting conversation, seeing how you react in certain situations. So I'm, okay. I'm in playing games. I know I'm not a sore loser. Like yeah, yeah. for me, it's let's just play. And whatever yeah. the result is, uh, I'm fine with it. The most important thing is uh, spending time with people that I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Very well said. Very well said. Any, any books you'd recommend? Wow. Uh, recently, I'm a lot into uh, anything related to leadership, especially on okay. informal leadership. Uh, I'm. I started. Um, there's one of my favorite authors called uh, Patrick Lencioni. He wrote "Ideal Team Player: uh, The Five Dysfunction of a Team," and his last one is "The Five Type of Working Genius." Uh, I okay. love his books because they're in a fable format, and um, actually, there's some of his content that I use on our uh, regional team uh, training or leadership team training. I love this guy. Recently, uh, so. 
I'm, I'm a lot into audiobooks, especially when I'm driving. Yeah. And there's one that I'm listening with my wife. So we go and train almost every morning together. Uh, okay. We're currently listening to uh, The Five Second Rules okay. by Mel Robbins. Uh, okay. So I love that one. Nice. Uh, for BNI, there's a few books that I'm reading. Um, the Leaders Who Had No Title. I just uh, started that one. I just finished How to Lead When You're Not in Charge. So that's okay. another one that I, I really, really like. Uh, so most of my readings are business related, okay. uh, but there's a, there is one uh, that uh, Faye, so Faye is in, um, is a, in our regional team. So yeah. reading with my kids, it's another thing that, another thing that we like. So we previously read um, the book from Dave Ramsey. I can't remember the title, but uh, there's oh, yeah. another one. Uh, that we are uh, about to start. Um, where okay. is that? Sorry about Very that. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. All right, now you're listening to. Are you listening to a lot of these on Audible? I mean, I love Audible because it's when you get when you're busy and it's so easy to do when you can multitask with it. You know what, Paul? A lot of my clients and the people, especially business owners, we are neurodiverse. And there's a very good uh, interview um, that a member, Joseph Musket, so I'm plugging another podcast. He's a member of BNI Malta. Actually, you should be, uh, you, would, uh, you would fit with Joseph. He was from Canada. Okay. And I migrated back to Malta. He interviewed Ivan Meisner, and that's another person you should have on your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And Ivan shared that he's neurodiverse. The reason BNI is so structured, it's because... He has a, a form of uh, neurodiversity. So okay. um, I, I've noticed a lot of my clients, I got into reading books using audiobooks. Okay. And some of them, so the ones that are, have a, like a very severe, severe ADHD, I'll tell them, listen to the book while you're doing something else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So my, and, and part of uh, the leadership training that I'm doing with Leadership Management International, the way we consume uh, content is that we'll listen to a chapter yeah, a few times. So on the two weeks period, we'll listen to the same, same chapter, a little bit like, you know, when you're listening to your favorite movie, yeah. every so often you'll catch something that you didn't catch the first yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And as you grow older as well, you have a, another perspective. Yeah. So, the, so there are some of our, our, those classic books that we should read at least every five years. So the yeah. approach now when I'm listening or, or trying to consume a book, I'll listen to it the first time very quickly. Okay. Then I'll, I'll break it down chapter by chapter. And there are some books that I'll even have a paper or Kindle copy. Okay. And I'll yeah. read it and list, I'll read it and listen to it at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I do, I do the same thing. It's like, wow, this is really good. What I'm listening to. I think I need to read it. Totally. So for yeah. instance, let's say you have uh, your challenge right now is with sales, pick any book, yeah. uh, Grant Cardone, whatever the little book, the little red book of sale yeah. and use that technique. You have an, an issue with your leadership or uh, identifying different type of personalities. Take one yeah. book, listen yeah. to it, the same approach. You'll see the retention you'll have and also the the way you will apply it will be uh, very different. Yeah, yeah, very true. Yeah, very true, very true. So uh, I got to ask, so what about um, any movies or series that 
you'd recommend for someone else to binge watch or relax to or <laughs> oh my god like i'm going to be honest the last one that was on amazon yellowstone at all with your hunting background and <laughs> no no actually uh there's there's one it's uh it's from the lord of the rings series okay it, it, it's on amazon prime and okay. uh that one i really loved it's uh, I love these type of you know everything related to Lords of the Ring that that might be okay. one of my favorite. Uh, the type of shows that I like like is everything that that's related to investigation. So, okay. you know uh, you have you have a uh, either like the Blacklist. Uh, that's okay. one of my it's, it's an older series, but I still like them. Um, I'm gonna be honest, like I watch a lot of series in a year. Uh, yeah. The most popular one, and uh, I'll, I'll, but I have I'll have my moments. It's not all the time, but sometimes I'll binge for a full day. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And for me, it's a day off. And while I'm listening to those those movies, when I come back to work or whatever I was doing, I'll have ideas. So, uh, yeah, I do I do watch series movies. I'm looking forward for the next Black Panther that is coming out. Oh, nice! Yeah, very uh, nice. It's a book. It's a. Re, uh, I'm sorry. It's a. In our superheroes, especially for for uh, diversity uh, yeah. uh, people, like we don't have a lot of great superheroes. Uh, yeah. So Black Panthers, especially us for family, is is very very important. So we are looking forward of how they're gonna continue the 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 legacy and and this this plot. Okay despite the fact that Chadwick is not there anymore, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. What about a favorite food? You got a favorite, favorite food. You're going out to a restaurant with your wife. What's uh, where are you going? Where are you going? Pick anywhere. You know in town. Where are you going? I, I, I'm super fortunate. Uh, when my wife in her previous career, she was working uh, for the firm on the Queen Elizabeth as a concierge. And oh, we nice. got to, Oh Yeah. Very and, nice. and and that alone built my palate. There's stuff that <laughs> I would never eat before. Now, depending on the place, I'll eat a good tartare. Um, oh, nice. I'm more into fish and seafood. Okay. okay. And uh, that red meat for sure. Uh, if it's moose, I'll eat it. And um, I don't mind a, a vegetarian restaurant as well. So okay. If I had to pick, if I had to pick one, would be. I don't know if it still exists. So Europea in Montreal. Okay. It's a five-star okay. restaurant. And recently I was in, in Madagascar for uh, our assistant company. And the food is, it's it's a next French colony. I yeah. was so surprised. The, the food there is excellent. Okay. So all week okay. we had great meals. I was very surprised. Uh, but uh, yeah, French cuisine. Yeah. It it's, it might be uh, some of my favorites. Okay. Well, I mean, you you you've you're, you've got enough of it around you, I would imagine, in Montreal. In Montreal, the diverse <laughs> you you could basically eat something different every day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Do you have a favorite social media channel? Favorites, you know what? I'm getting more into uh, social media. Uh, yeah. So I was asked by many people around me. Uh, recently, I like a lot Instagram. And I think Instagram, what I, what I did is that I fo started following people that I really enjoy. Yeah, nice. 
Nice. And that changed my whole perspective on social media. I use Facebook more to communicate with friends and family. Yeah. But, you know, it's something that I don't do as, especially with BNI, I should be way more out there on social media. So I have a team I'm working with right now. We're putting a, a proper plan in place. But Instagram for me, uh, there's a few like Gary V, um, yeah. Cody yeah. Sanchez. Oh, uh, nice. There's, there's a few of them that I really enjoy. And so, so I'll make a conscious effort to spend some time on Instagram, but yeah. also as a business analyst, it's just understanding how it was made. So, so recently I was talking with the, the person helping me with social media and I was like, you know what, just to be more efficient, I want to wear the same clothes, the same setting and, reg- and, and record a bunch of them. He's like, look at the feeds of the people that you're talking and you'll notice. I was like, oh, this is actually how they do it. <laughs> So you know some some of these little things that I'm I'm having a different perspective. Yeah, I I know that someone like me, uh, there's people that would be interested. I could talk about networking for a full year. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, definitely. Especially with with, with the background that you have. Totally, and and also the, not only the the BNI background, but as a consultant and also those type of profession that are easy are difficult to understand how you actually break it down so all these weekly presentation we made in, in bni whenever i'm i'm a i'm at a grocery or someone asked me what i do in one yeah. sentence they were like oh okay let's <laughs> plan a meeting that's totally the goal like you won't get what i do in a minute yeah yeah but if you're open to, to plan it at 30, 30, typically between 15 and 30 minutes, people will understand that what yeah. I do that. And my core tool or my one, my go-to is process mapping. Okay. And okay. it's not something that we see often uh, in this market and, uh, or especially with small and medium enterprise. So this alone gets me into, opens a lot of doors. A lot of okay. the things that I'm doing for the region and for my other businesses, everything is mapped. So it's easier to follow. It's also easier to delegate and easier to see uh, where to improve. But uh, going back to uh, your question about social media, you see <laughs> that there's just these topics alone. Yeah. I'm probably yeah. going to be the only one talking about it. So I should definitely uh, leverage yeah. it and, and, and make yeah. the most out of it. When people hear the name David Cassius, Mm-hmm. What do you hope they will say? Inspiring, visionary, business leader um, that, that, that is having an impact on, on his community. That is also showing that, you know, as a diversity entrepreneur, there's room for us uh, when it's done the right way and with the right intention. The fact that... Um, you know, I'm born and raised in, in Montreal, but I've been brought, I, I, I've seen other things. I traveled a lot in the recent years. Um, all of this can be a benefit uh, to uh, my immediate community. Um, also a mentor. I take more and more time with uh, diversity entrepreneurs. And it's, it's very short to the point. I, it's kind of, what's that saying apparently uh oprah treats every person she meets like the next millionaire yeah yeah this i try to be conscious of yeah uh, because a, a lot of time you'll see people I, I'm, I'm getting discarded all the time actually 
Yeah, really. And yeah, to this day, that there's some people calling uh, calling me out of the blue. Uh, it's funny enough. I was I, I met a guy last week, and he shared with me what the the internal notes were about me as a potential prospect. Uh, basically, it's like don't lose your time with this guy. It's, it's probably not worth it. It's the size of his company, but they don't. I don't publish everything. They don't yeah. see the, the the web and and the impact and the network that I have. And when the guy spent spent it was initially thirty minutes, he ended up spending an hour and planning another meeting. Is like, who are you? Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, if you the very nice. That that's what I hope people will say right now. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in in the future, is really especially for BNI Eastern Ontario is bringing what I've seen. So I'm, I'm going to Singapore uh, su- Sunday to the global yeah. convention in BNI. And yeah, I hope any member of BNI, if you've been in BNI more than five years, you need to go to at least one convention Yeah, or like in person, like going yeah. to assisting to a convention. It's fairly easy these days with zoom just yeah. those those networking opportunities uh, you'll be on zooms with 50 60 80 uh, mem- bni members from a, around the world out yeah. of these meetings you'll create long lasting relationship so i hope members in our region get to experience bni as a whole and yeah. i know some of our chapters are more like a clan a yeah, old okay. boys club yeah 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 this needs to change because this is not at all BNI. Yeah, uh, I, I want to see more chapters that are following the recipe. So ter- more than 30 members, very uh, caring, helping each other, uh, being uh, welcoming for visitors, Yeah, under- uh, being knowledgeable about networking. This is my vision. I, I know that I have to be careful of being, being conscious of different type of personality and how we approach it. But yeah. up to now, Paul, I'm seeing great results. I'm seeing our first members in, in the green. So this is a technical term in BNI to say that uh, with their engaged member that getting the maximum out of BNI recipe. Yeah, I want to continue be, building a world-class team. So people like you in our regional team giving you visibility, get, getting access to someone like me and the knowledge that I have uh, on 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 BNI and how it can bring your your business to another level. Yeah, um, very nice. So that that's really what I hope for for the region. Yeah, the, having more chapters, having more members is not about me because at the end of the day, I'm not getting <laughs> I'm not getting a cut out of the transaction <laughs> you guys are doing. I hope that would be the case, but that's something different. Yeah. So, so for yeah. me, the the memberships and 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 the chapters are more places where the energy is all about helping others it's uh, uh, the right place for givers that's very that's nice. what i want to see in the region that's very nice very nice david this has been uh just been an absolute pleasure um and i thank you for for sharing uh your knowledge and your time with us here today on the uh, on the ottawa business podcast i wish you much success uh here in the region uh obviously hope to help you out with that uh, with that success um, and all the best at the global convention. Uh, I'm sure you'll represent us very, very well. 
And uh, again, thank you very much for, uh, for your time here today. You know what, Paul? I just looked at the time and I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that went so fast. I was dialed in into your, your, your question. First off, I have to, I, I did a few podcasts and yours and Joseph, in terms of preparation, it's world-class. I, oh, thank you. Thank I, you. I, I'm expecting this podcast to be in the, 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 the 100,000 of listen, <laughs> listeners with the pace that you have uh, you're making we love a, that we love that <laughs> you're making a great job for our community uh, thank you for investing in in business owners and giving us a voice in the region and uh, i'm looking for, forward to the next one and also i'm looking forward for everything we're going to do together uh, in, in the future so once again thank you for everything you're doing through this podcast it's a wonderful leverage that you have okay yes thank you thank you for those of you looking for additional information from our guest today david cassius for bni business networking international you can find them on the web at www.bniest.ca that's www.bniest.ca they can be reached by telephone at 613-860-0577. That's local here to the Ottawa, Ontario region. Again, that number is 613-860-0577. And you can also find them on LinkedIn under BNI Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec. For additional information about Wise BA. They are located on the World Wide Web at www.wiseba.com. That's www.wizeba.com. You can reach them by email at info at wiseba.com. And they can also be found on LinkedIn under WiseBA. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. We truly hope you found something of value in the show that you can use in your business or personal life. Please remember to like and subscribe to the show. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite player. Thank you.